Dan from the Flirting with Wallet Chains podcast. This is the Guiltless Podcast, the serious edition. We're getting serious today. Which makes no. me uncomfortable. But <laughs> <laughs> it's as it should. I'm probably not going to talk. <laughs> well, enjoy the cast, guys. I'll be upstairs <laughs> listening no. to something entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh, we're actually, we are doing a serious discussion cast, though. Um, it's going to turn into a shit show, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, there's are going to be laughs, but um, we've, Joe and I have talked about doing this podcast actually for a while. Um, yeah, it's at least two months. Yeah. Maybe even longer. Yeah. We've been, it, I think, kind of looking for the right right way to do it, and it actually kind of happened today when we, we were, what, I think, texting Dan just about yep. something. I don't know. He was pissed because he didn't get a sticker. We live nowhere near <laughs> you. <laughs> and then um, we told him what we were going to do, and then Dan's like, I'd actually like to get in on that. And we're like, no, for sure. Come up. Uh, the reason that I, I, you know, Patrick called this the, the serious cast um, the reason I don't think it will be that serious, that we are going to be talking about a serious topic and something that, even if we are speaking lightly about it, is serious, very, very serious to all of us. Let's go through the list of things that were serious that we talked about the last time Dan was here that turned into a joke. <laughs> Blind people. <laughs> Being deaf. AIDS. Stuttering. 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 The Holocaust. Dude, we, <laughs> we hit stutterers hard. <laughs> so, shout I, out I think, to Mike uh, Schindler. Yeah, shout out to Mike Schindler, buddy. Who yeah. I did Google, and he's a very real person. <laughs> Not in the movie, though, turns out. Wow. But, uh, uh, yeah, so it'll be serious topic, but we're going to do the, the thing that we do with all serious topics. We address well, – it's the same thing with the incel thing. We know the incel thing is incredibly serious. That's why we actually started talking about it. But we're also going to find the lighter side of it, and, and, and a lot of it's going to be our experiences. We were already talking about it. Yeah. So – um, this as long as I've ever spoke at once ever. <laughs> that was a, that was a pretty good intro. So we're we're gonna talk about um, we're gonna talk about depression and the 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 reason that this is a serious serious podcast is because all three of us sitting here at mic at these microphones have um, been diagnosed with and dealt with severe depression. You know, I've I've had it since I I was a kid. I literally remember. I can literally remember um, I was 10 or 11 years old and couldn't understand why I was so sad. I was literally having this thought, what is wrong with me? I, what am I so sad about? So that was the first time I recognized it in me and have dealt with it ever since then. Um, and, you know, Dan's here because I've known you a long time mm -hmm. and I've known that you've dealt with depression. Um, and Joe, you're the, uh, how, how did you put it earlier? Uh, I'm the newest member to the club. Uh, I really appreciate you guys letting me in. Uh, the, I mean, the qualifications to get in are pretty staggering. Uh, it's, uh, if I had to do it all over again, I would have picked another after-school special. <laughs> I don't know, fucking yeah. And there's not a lot of perks handball? to it either. <laughs> So uh, not a lot of perks. No, no. I'm still there. Are, there's no merchandise. Uh, uh, a whole bunch of music, though. So good news there. Actually, and that, we'll get. We'll get we we kind of joked around. I, I do want to actually kind of talk about because the other thing that the one of the big things about depression is uh, is triggers because it's there are waves of it. At least, and again, I'm just speaking in my experience. It was bad all the time, but other times it was. 
and we've described it a crippling, crippling. Mm-hmm. Just you just you just can't cope or deal with anything. What were you about to say? He said something remember. about music, and you went, "Hey, oh, oh no, that's it." it it actually is an odd perk of depression is there's a lot of music that depression makes way more enjoyable. Maybe enjoyable is the wrong word, but like <laughs> there's songs that I can't listen to when I'm normal, but when I'm depressed, Oh shit. It's like, and of course I can't think of any examples off the top of my head. Oh, but. I can. Oh Jesus Christ. Uh, every <laughs> single time I got into the car, 2000 goddamn songs on my phone hit shuffle comfortably numb comes up every goddamn time (laughs) there is no pain i am numb but that's i had no idea how many sad bastard songs are on my fucking phone man yeah and it doesn't matter if you hit shuffle apparently i have a filter on there like i don't play that don't play third eye blind you might feel good about semi-charmed But even you, fucking Third Eye Blind has a song yeah. about committing suicide. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, that whole first album is like about coming off meth. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I used to say, uh, like, people for, love that song, for, Somebody Charm Live. Like, listen to the fucking lyrics, yeah. man. For a long time, Third Eye Blind was like my guilty pleasure band. I, and I was like, I was like, man, these guys do nothing but sing about like doing drugs and getting fucked. Like, yeah. You I know mean, what's weird? Third Eye Blind was my one of my guilty pleasure bands. And what changed it into I just like Third Eye Blind, right? I'm not ashamed of it, was you talking about it. <laughs> we were on a lunch break and, and you were talking about Third Eye Blind and you're like, I don't care. They talk about drugs and getting laid. I like Third Eye Blind. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? Now I have this. I am Spartacus. Thanks, thanks, for, the, thanks for the green light. The same fucking thing happened to me. <laughs> I shit you not. I remember how he how he said it. I remember how you turned me. And by turned me, I oh, mean wait, I, I would too? no longer hide the CD in my car. I Fucking you deserve third eye blind royalties. Oh <laughs> yeah, you're like I mean it's amazing. But you're I don't know. I I was playing it off. I'm like I like that song. Graduate and I still do. Mm. I love it. Uh, I'm like the other stuff's a little poppy for me. I'm not really that into it, you know. Which was a lie. <laughs> I had seven songs memorized. Right. Uh, and then Patrick's like, hey man. I love anyone that can do an entire album about coming down off crystal meth. And I'm right. like, God damn, he just made that cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not endorsing drugs. Fuck off. <laughs> but so, yeah, that was, uh, yeah, that was mine. So, um, I know, and, and I'm sure we'll all have some, um, you know, something we want to put into this, but you know, Joe, I know you had, um, for you, the really, it, the real turning point for you when it was noticeable was November of 17, right? Yeah. yeah. That was the month, right? Yeah, that was the month. My, uh, that was, it's kind of what I think really kind of kicked everything off or really maybe put it into overdrive, but that's the month that my dad died. And it was very, it was delayed for me. Um, the, the day that he died and the, uh, really the, the, the week of, I had some pretty bad spots, but I was like, this is normal, you know? Uh, for about two weeks, I was actually okay. I was actually a little alarmed by how okay I was, and and then and then it started. It, it was probably about a two week delay after where things just really, really started getting bad. Um, and then uh, fast forward twelve months, if there was any decision to be made, I made the wrong one. So it's it just it's just the way it was. I'm, 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 I do want I wanted you to say that, and I did want to stop you here because now I want to kind of just give some things about depression because. Sure. One of the things... Actually, real quick, can I ask... Yeah. What do you mean by every decision you made was the wrong one? It's just like, if I should have done something or should not have done something, I did the thing I shouldn't have done. It's just every every thought, every move, every... It was just the way that I felt. 
Like every single thing that I did made things worse. Do you I, think that, I guess what I'm getting at is, do you think that that was, you were actually making the wrong choices or your depression was making it so Oh, that, that, that's what I mean. The, the, okay, the depression okay. was, I mean, I, I did what a lot of people do, you know, and, and, We'll probably make some generalizations for sure. Everyone's in from what I've seen, everyone's depression is different. There, there still isn't like a blanket five step process to get everyone out of this. If there was, it, everyone, everyone would, would fucking, fucking have it. it yeah. You know, uh, it hits people differently. Um, but yeah, it, the depression made me make bad decisions. Like I would, I would say the wrong thing. I got mm. incredibly honest because I just didn't give a shit. Yeah, I got. I really, <clears throat> I really, really, really just would say whatever I was thinking because I didn't really care. Yeah. Like, well, what if, you know, what if something happens? I'm like, well, that could be tomorrow, man. That, that may not really be a factor for me. You know, it, it, it's that. I, I did the wrong things. Mm -hmm. You so, know, I would, uh, I don't know. I, the, there are so I, many examples. I, I, I really, I'm having trouble even siphoning through all of well, them. Well, I, th I think it can go both ways where, and certainly for me it's gone both ways, where it actually does drive you to make bad decisions. Yeah. But it can also be that it's, it makes your brain think that everything you do is fucking up when in reality, it's not a case of everything you do fucking up. You're just, that's you how that you're way. viewing the world. It doesn't matter what you, it doesn't matter what you do. You feel bad. So yeah. It feels like it's the wrong choice. Yeah. So this is why I kind of wanted you to start it. And, you know, I'm going to get into some s statistics but from what I've learned about depression over the years is you you have this tendency for this chemical imbalance in your brain. It It's there. Some people... The serotonin, right? Isn't yeah, it's, yeah, it's serotonin, right? But some people, you ha the events happen earlier in your life that cause you to recognize mm, something's off. Some people... It takes an event much later in their lives to experience it for the first time. I got to be honest. I don't know which is the best way. Like when you have it in your, I young, think my mine was the best. You think? Like it, you? Oh you, yeah. I have. I by far had the best. Depression. I would imagine. You were, <laughs> well, well, Joe I, wins. We can end the podcast. <laughs> I would imagine. Well, like <laughs> when you're when you're older and that happens for the first time, you're like, what the fuck is happening here? That's a, uh, that's, thanks for doing that also. You haven't done that in a while. Oh yeah, I did. It's kind of a, it. it's kind of a version of, of what's going on. Yeah. The, uh, I, I don't know, you know, like I, I you would have thought like as a, as an adult or I mean, legally I'm an adult that <laughs> I would have been able to kind of cope with it better. I, I don't know. Here's, I, I, I really don't. I think if you survive it, getting it at a young age is better because you're used to it. That being said, you can at least recognize it. Yeah, I don't think I think that there's a significant amount of people that don't survive it. Right. So and so this, yes. Um, so some statistics: um, 300 million people around the world have depression. Uh, and by the way, this is off of um, uh, VeryWellMind.com, and this was recent as of like uh, 17 or 18. And by the way, that number, to put it in perspective, anyone that doesn't know, is pretty much the entire population of the United States. Just under. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. And, and thank you. So it's 16.2 million adults in the U.S., which is 7% of adults in the country, right? Um, Wait, say that again? 16.2 million adults in oh, the United okay. States, which is the equivalent of 7% of the 
po- gotcha. uh, adult population. Um, 10.3 million U.S. adults experienced episodes that resulted in severe impairment in the past year. So that's where, you know, most of us would fit. Nearly 50% of all people diagnosed with depression are also diagnosed with anxiety. And and you see that all the time, that anxiety and depression are hand in fucking hand. Yeah. Um, It's estimated that 15% of the adult population will experience depression at some point in their lifetime. And that that seems like a, a small number to me. Because I think what... It's interesting, and we are going to end up talking about this, and I don't want to go down this road yet, so don't gravitate toward it. But when you experience depression, um, it's shocking how many people around you have not yeah. or appear to have not or aren't at least telling and you make they it have. very yeah. clear in their first sentence <laughs> that they do not know anything about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> and the effort to save you. They push you farther down the hole. Yeah. Not intentionally. Not intentionally. And it will actually, we're going to wrap up this with what I found to be an amazing fucking article. Um, But we'll get to that. Just kind of like, look, if you're listening to this and you know people who, if if you have been depressed, you're going to know everything we're talking about. If you've never been depressed, you can't understand. It's impossible for you to understand. And, and that's not to say anything negative about you, that, that you no, have a limited no, 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 cognitive no, 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 capacity or anything. Right. It's not nothing like that. Well, it's the same thing as like if we have somebody that, if we know someone that's a heroin addict, none of us have been, can I confirm that? None of us have been heroin addicts? Not Con- addicts. Confirmed. <laughs> Enthusiasts. I've gone through <laughs> opioid withdrawals, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I, mean, what I mean by that is we, if we did know somebody, and I know people who have, you know, gone to rehab because of extensive drug use. I don't know what they're going through, but my reaction to them is going to be, just do this, just do this, just stop, yeah. just just stop doing drugs. Like, are you out of your fucking mind? Yeah, <laughs> I literally can't function if I don't have heroin yeah. in my body. And I'm like, nah, man, you'll be fine, you'll be fine. Like, no, they call it dope sick for a reason. Like, it actually, people can die. I yeah. mean, it's, they they can't just stop doing it. It's the same thing. Like, I don't know how to get someone who's been doing cocaine for three years straight every single day to stop doing cocaine. Yeah. I don't know how to do that. That's why all drug fucking, you know, uh, what are they? All drug counselors are former drug addicts. Yeah. Because they know how to do that. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean. Uh, Oddly enough that you say that, I have actually found, and this is purely anecdotal and just my own personal experience. Oh, Christ. Um, And and (laughs) Facts or leave. (laughs) I don't know if you know this podcast, but we stick to hard, cold facts, Dan. Not a fact, not a sentence. (laughs) Okay, if I just say it's a fact, does that count? Yeah, we're not going to check. All right, cool. This is a fact. Oh, okay. um, A lot of people that that go into um, like psychiatry and psychology and become therapists and such... D- don't, but a lot of them don't. In my really? experience, yeah, I, oh, I, I saw I saw a number of therapists that knew it academically but did not know it hmm. personally, and you can tell in the in how they treat you. you and, oh, and that's not to shit. say that they treat you like shit. That sounded like no, that. no, no, no. no, no I, but I know exactly what you mean. I, 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 I would have thought it was the exact opposite, but <laughs> I, I, and I guess now's a good time to get in it. When I was actually. Shopping for a fucking therapist or a counselor. Shopping. Dude, it was. I went to every. It was honestly, it was the Tinder of therapy. I was going, fucking, I was going to everybody because I had to find the right one. 
I had to find one that I wanted to talk to because I knew I was going to be in it for a while, and I am still. <laughs> <laughs> but I ha- it had to be somebody that I was, for some reason, comfortable with, whatever. I didn't care if it was a man or a woman. I didn't care the ra- anything. I didn't care about any of that stuff. Right. But I knew once I started talking, and once they started talking, I would know. What I found in therapy, the therapists, the one that I chose is the one that barely said anything in the first session. The ones that I always said no to were the ones who would talk more than me and offer me drugs in 15 minutes. Yeah. I went, I immediately, I, I remember even coming back, uh, coming home from the one who is my, my, my counselor, uh, coming back and my wife saying, how was it? I'm like, that's the one I'm going to keep going to. Because I spoke 85% of the time. Mm-hmm. And he did that. On, and, he, uh, and I didn't know it at the time. And then I went, came back. He's like, well, I, you, I needed to know what was going on with you. The yeah. Fuck, what the fuck good does it do for me to talk right, no, right zero. now? I need to know what's yeah. going on with yeah. you. Like, you got to the point where I would actually look at him like, are you going to say anything? Because I wasn't used to it. Mm-hmm. Everyone I saw talked their fucking ass off and then... And then, <laughs> talk and their then asses That's off. what they did. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, so what's bothering you? <laughs> Sorry, let me tell you a little bit about me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they were trying to sell me on them being a therapist. I'm like, fuck face. I'm already in your office. You're wearing a lab coat. I assume you know what you're talking you're wearing about. Wearing a lab coat? I don't know, Patrick. I was oh. depressed. I can't remember everything. A scarf. <laughs> Just a, a scarf? scarf? <laughs> Just a scarf? I would have gone wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Male or female. <laughs> office is fucking freezing <laughs> and i think she does that to just keep people awake i can't understand why it's so cold in there i don't know it I might just... be to do that or maybe but to keep her awake she's so <laughs> bored by everybody <laughs> oh god another depressed all these oh. fucking crazies are the same jesus <laughs> christ just another person with depression <laughs> god damn it so when you so i know i you know the whole the whole thing with your dad yeah. and everything comes fucking crashing down like do you remember, like, the first time you're trying to fucking, like, itemize what's happening with you? Do you, like, w- was there, like, this moment you're like, I not, don't get not, this? Not, not itemize. Um, I do remember coming home and saying to my wife, I'm just like, I think I have to talk to somebody. Like, I, this isn't going away. Um, the way that I, I'm... The way that I would always describe it to people, because it's the only way that that made sense to me, it's just, it's a, it's like when you're really, really scared, you're incredibly embarrassed, and you're tired, and no matter how much you eat or drink, you're hungry, you're thirsty, your stomach hurts, it's like a pit, times that by 20, and it's all the time when you're awake. And what about, yeah. what about, what about for you, when was the first time that you recognized in your life that this was something you were dealing with. The first time that I actually recognized it, it was when I went in. Okay, so this would have been probably about 2010-ish, maybe 2011. Um, but I was I was going through crazy, crazy anxiety, and I woke up. It was actually Thanksgiving of that year. I woke up, and I said to myself, this is either going to get fixed or I'm killing myself because I cannot live this way. And that led to me going to see a therapist and everything. And seeing the therapist is what made me look back and realize, mm-hmm. oh, not only have I been dealing with anxiety since I was a kid, I've been dealing with depression since yeah. I was a kid. Yeah. And and the, the thing that it, it's calling it funny, whatever it is, it's funny to me. Um, the therapist asked me, you know, how frequently I had suicidal thoughts. 
and I was kind of hemming and hawing and I was like, you know, not, not really. And, and she was like, let me tell you how we define suicidal thoughts. It's any kind of daydreaming about suicide or thinking, you know, what, what, whether or not you should end your life or maybe things would get better. And I was like, oh yeah, I do that all the time, but everybody yeah. does that. And she's like, no, <laughs> no, everybody does not do that. <laughs> but but uh, that's the depression yes. way of thinking, though. And, yeah, and this is you what, rationalize like, it. Yeah, and and it's so funny because, it, and and look, but everyone does that. We're, we're laughing. Yeah, we're <laughs> laughing about it. Yeah. And Joe and I were talking about this. We're laughing about it because the three of us here have all done that exact thing and just thought. Well, fuck! Everybody probably thinks about how to put a hose from their exhaust pipe into the you know into the yeah. window of their car. What do, what do you mean you've never thought about that? We were joking around before you got here, because he had mentioned something about that. Like, I mean, there are times like you know you're googling how to best you know end everything with uh, with carbon monoxide in a car. I'm like, oh, that's easy, and I walked through the steps <laughs> like this is what I got. <laughs> Oddly you, you, enough, you, that's one method that I never did Google. In which, and which, I, but I've, I've Googled plenty. Just right. we're, we're all on that club. In, 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 <laughs> I have an app. In, in, <laughs> <laughs> Let me see that. App. Oh, E is E is suicides. Um, it's it's. Um, <laughs> It's funny because well, it's not funny. It isn't funny, and and I, I want to reiterate, like we're we're making light of it because it's therapeutic for us. Yeah, no, I I, right? I I remember making jokes when I was in it, like you you made a comment about it too, like just yeah, because you make fun of it. That's kind of how you cope. It's just the way that I naturally do things. Yeah, like when someone would would like ask me, what the fuck? When somebody uh. Okay. Um, I don't give a shit, Patrick. You got to move your car. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, sorry, sorry. I had no idea. I'm sorry. Um, so we're gonna have to come back. Right? We'll take a quick break. Patrick got to move his car. <laughs> Depression. <laughs> hey, do you have a do you have a garden hose I can put from? My... No, I remember I threw it up in the air when I picked up a snake. Oh yeah. What? Oh, yeah. Okay. So not only are the three of us depressed idiots, we can't remember what we were talking about. I heard depression affects the memory, so it's not my fault. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, so basically, a quick rundown what happened. Um, our uh, head of marketing slash my wife uh, came downstairs and told Patrick that uh, he had to move his car. She looks so mad. She looks fucking pissed. Yeah. Yeah, you should say you're sorry and before you leave. Then she points at her phone, and you look at your phone, and you said, you got to move your car. <laughs> so... Well, but it's for a good reason, everyone. Uh, it's actually a financial reason. We're selling an ottoman. Someone's on the way to come get it. An ottoman. Yeah. That all happened for a fucking ottoman. You're selling an ottoman? Yes. That seems like an odd singular thing to be selling. <laughs> I agree. Uh, well, we tried to wrap it up with a pound of cocaine, but they didn't take it. So it's just the ottoman. <laughs> Do you still have that pound of cocaine? <laughs> it's a half a pound now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm depressed. And this podcast will be six hours long. <laughs> We are topics not- will vary right? <laughs> <laughs> with no more breaks. Um, so to be perfectly honest, I don't know what we were talking we about. Were, we were talking about uh, killing ourselves with um, carbon monoxide poisoning. Oh, what oh, I was right. about to say was, it turns out... So nonchalant. <laughs> oh, I got it. Remember? The carbon it, murder. It, tur- <laughs> it turns out that you basically can't do it with North American cars 
in today's day and age because emission controls are so God fucking damn good. hippies with their fucking <laughs> they ruin green <everything>. energy. <laughs> so Joe and I were talking like, basically, here's what you do. You get a Camaro from 1975. <laughs> you get a 78 Trans Am. Real American muscle. <laughs> right, you get a real fucking car. Not a fucking Prius. <laughs> you only got a Prius because it runs you over. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hold on. I can't. <laughs> The funniest premise in the world to me is someone trying to kill themselves with a Prius <laughs> with an electric just being in there for like <laughs> with an electric car all day. <laughs> they come out, they come out just like all wet from like <laughs> they're all depressed. They come out like my God, I even suck at killing myself. <laughs> Probably makes it worse. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. Um, sorry, but yeah, that, that is what we... That, that is the last thing I remember. I think we were getting into something else, and then marketing ruined it. No, well, it, it doesn't really matter. So, um, the first time you experienced it, we talked about the first time you were kind of like finally realizing, like, mm-hmm. holy shit. Um, so, once you once you kind of said acknowledged i need fucking help what was your experience like then so and i know you had already said like you went shopping for therapists that, that so now is, you found a therapist that is what it is i i found one and then it just it was a lot of even though i am still under the impression he's not telling anyone anything i'm saying i was still <laughs> super closed-lipped because I, I was not used to it i'd never done it before so when he was like what was that experience like it was fine when in actuality, no, it wasn't fine. It was fucking horrible. You know, I, I did. I still didn't want to tell him stuff. Yeah, and you have to. Yeah. So I, I think it was probably a solid month before I was telling the full truth about everything. Um, and just again, just because I'm just like I just don't I don't I can't believe I'm, I don't want to talk about this. And he'd be like, "You can talk about it. I'm not telling anybody. You don't know me." If I see you in public, which I did see him in public. No shit. Jesus Christ. Holy like shit. A, I saw one of my therapists in public once. Yeah, it was like seeing a goddamn really? yeah. dodo bird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the, oh, oh. <laughs> holy shit, go to the other room. Go to the other room. Go to the other room. Like, Just do it. <laughs> I, <laughs> but uh, it, it was, um, I don't know, for, for me it was, it, it took a while for me to start actually doing it. And then. I had a couple that were really, really good. I had a couple that were really, really bad. Not therapists, like sessions. Mm-hmm. Um, my experience, most therapists are bad. Uh, but uh, I don't know. It, it took me a while to kind of get accustomed to it. Because even though the, uh, the the process makes sense to me, you know, the, the oath they take to not talk about it, for some reason, just in my head, he was going home like, dig what this fucker said to me today. <laughs> and... I don't know. I just it took me a while. It took me a long, a, a long time, and I'm, I was That's going a, multiple times a week for a month when, when, before I started doing. When it. you started doing therapy, Patrick, I'm mm-hmm. looking at because this is an right. audio medium. Um, oh, that's never stopped us before. <laughs> it's never yeah. stopped you before. <laughs> yeah. Visual joke, Joe. Visual joke, Joe. Completely ignores we're not on TV. But Patrick, when you started going to therapy, did you have a similar thing where it took you a while to? Oh, dude. I had, um, I had a, yeah, the answer is yes. Mm. I, I met with a dude who was a fucking hippie and he had an acoustic guitar and. Wait, 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 what? 
Well, he wasn't literally a hippie, but like, just I, like. I but wait, but your therapist had an acoustic guitar. Yeah, he had an acoustic guitar in there. Stop like, brushing over that like that's some normal <laughs> shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, um, but the you're saying that so nonchalantly. That's amazing to me. <laughs> yeah, wait, here. So this is kind of how I thought your your sessions would go. He's like, <laughs> depression. <laughs> can suck <laughs> just always remember let me tell you how I feel I'm on your side on your you side cuz you don't know me Depression. all right okay yeah so he had this acoustic that was guitar. a crunchy groove <laughs> um, <laughs> that was fucking great. Um, well, yeah, I mean, the, uh, I'm a songwriter. <laughs> the strangest experience I had was I had this therapist, and when you've when you've dealt with depression, and you're just trying to get through the day, basically, there's nothing you want to do. Mm. You, you basically want the day to get to night as quickly as possible, thus so you can close your goddamn eyes and not have a single thought in your brain. Yep. So I had this therapist. And I and I will admit I was having a hard time keeping up with my appointments. I had the fucking um, administrative assistant. I don't know the person that does all the booking. Actually, tell me you're a frustrating patient. What? That's a true fucking story. Because I kept canceling appointments. Her, she said to me, "You're a frustrating patient." Does she not understand <laughs> what fucking line of work she's in? <laughs> Clearly not. It's weird. Clearly People not. With crippling depression aren't more reliable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? This is what I'm saying. Like, and, and 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 the best thing that you can do to people with crippling depression is to verbally berate them. Down to them. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Definitely dress them down. Yeah. Tell them about their flaws. <laughs> dress them down when they can't do something so, due to crippling depression. Yeah. <laughs> Pussy. Right. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you a fucking moron? <laughs> Call before you cancel. <laughs> but that I. I I understand that they have slots for therapists and there are people that need them. I, I do get that. Mm -hmm. um, their time is valuable. But to tell somebody who is coming to your clinic for therapy that they're a frustrating patient clearly is not the best tactic. No, the way you deal with that is to, <laughs> they should have sat you down and said, look, we understand you know, everything, it, it's it's a very difficult time for you, but yeah. we need you to understand we have a lot there of are people that, that need these yeah. time slots, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Not yeah. just, hey, fucko, <laughs> come to the appointment on time. I kind of, the, the way that I saw this going after you left is uh, the therapist comes out and uh, <laughs> the the admin, whatever, uh, is sitting there like, yeah, uh, what's his name was here? Don't worry. I set him straight. <laughs> and the therapist is like, what, what'd you do? <laughs> Do, do, do oh, I, 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 I told him that, that the way he was doing things was just basically called him a deadbeat, <laughs> said it was bullshit, and the therapist is just frantically looking for your phone number. Yeah. Like, Everything's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> Lady's like, all right, whatever. I'm taking my break. I remember, um, you, what's your experience been like with therapists? Yeah, how did it like? How did you, I guess, originally decide to go? How did you find one? Like, what's that experience like? And then what were the first couple sessions like? It was, uh, like I said, it was the waking up on Thanksgiving and realizing I was going to kill myself if if it didn't get fixed. And, the, and at that point, it was, I have nothing to lose by going to a therapist. I, at this point, I'm 
dead man walking, so <laughs> right. might as well fucking try to fix it. And if not, I'll kill myself. Um, and it, it took a while to be able to find a therapist. Um, I had to go through my general practitioner, get letters of referral for different therapists. Um, and so shit. many of them have like six month waiting periods and yeah. shit. Um, like, oh, okay, I'm sure it'll be fine in six months. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're not dealing with anything urgent here. Talk to you soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, 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 I don't have a rash. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking depression, you asshole. <laughs> Squeeze me in. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you would think you would. You think that goes with the front of the line? And it, you know rash. what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go off on a little bit of a tangent here. All right, go. Um. Because when it comes to treating depression, it's, first of all, somebody getting to the point where they will seek out help is a fucking difficult decision yep. that a lot of people don't make. Yep. It takes, and not to suck our own dicks, it takes a lot of courage to <laughs> yeah. do that. Um, then once you do that, you have to go through finding a therapist, and that isn't just finger in the phone book, here's a therapist. You have to find one that actually can help you. Right. Then once you do that, you you start the process of figuring out how to treat your depression. And if that involves medication, a lot of times that involves, we're going to try this one out. It takes about six weeks for yep. your system to get acclimated oh, to it. Yeah. And at that point, then we can start measuring whether or not if it, it works. works. Yep. Exactly. If and it if it works. doesn't, Start it all Switch over. it up mm -hmm. six more weeks exactly. on this. And that's, that's one of the things, and I think we're going to get into this further, but I think that's one of the things that people that have never experienced depression that are dealing with people who are depressed, like... I think they think like you're gonna you start taking pills on Monday and by Wednesday afternoon you're fucking flying high. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. No. Yeah. Like, Sorry, I was such a bummer. You want to get you want to go to fucking Pinkberry? Like it doesn't just what change. What is Pinkberry? It's ice cream. Oh, and, and, but do you know that? I did not, but okay. I want some. That's a terrible reference because Menchie's, Baskin Rob, fucking ice cream, man. Jesus Christ, I'm Dairy so Queen. <laughs> What's wrong with a little good old fashioned Dairy Queen? Right, exactly. Get a goddamn Blizzard, a Tasty Freeze. Right. Um, that's like. So this is what we're taking like, away oh, from you're, this podcast. You're, yes. you're on you're on medication now. And by the way, to your 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 further point, then you find the drug, right? Mm -hmm. If if you want to take drugs, you find the drug. How long did it take you to find the right dose? I had to go Whoa. through three different cycles of dosages to find one where I was like, okay, I finally feel right like I'm not going to drive my car into a pole. I'm I'm 36 years old. I started seeking treatment, I don't know, like whatever, a few years ago. I For my depression, I, I, I went through that and found the treatment for my anxiety. To this day, I have not found a treatment that works for the depression. See? It's just something that... When it comes, I have to batten down the hatches and get through it. Sure. Um, the one that everyone tried to make me take was Lexapro. It got to the point where I even kind of exploded at one of the uh, one of the therapists because I, had, like I said, I was basically bumble dating fucking therapists. Mm -hmm. And the thing that I kept coming across, like fifteen minutes in, they'd offer me Lexapro, and like I got to like shit, I don't know, the seventh or eighth one, and again. 10 minutes in, uh, they've already determined my height and weight, so it's time to diagnose. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and they're like, what I want you to tell you is Lexapro, and I yelled at him. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. And the guy's like, 
well, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, are you guys in the same chat room? Why is there? <laughs> is there like a? Do you guys have a lot of this stuff? And you got to get rid of it. <laughs> but that, that was one that actually did happen. It was kind all of all I can think of is. Um, but then that was also, like, I normally wouldn't have done that, but yeah, you're just like, and I just screamed it out. Yeah. <laughs> all I can think about is um, the Fute Gates. Um, what was the happy time thing where they were like? Oh, oh, were they yeah. oh, the, the, the few case. Yeah, yeah. The, on the, Arrested the, Development, the, the yeah. happy time stuff, happy. Sunshine Band or something. Yeah. Oh. It was. Uh, oh, what was the name of the fucking drug? Uh, Teamacil. <laughs> <laughs> There's no I in Teamacil. At least not where you think. <laughs> and then maybe would read the list of side effects. <laughs> Teamacil causes shortness of breath and erectile dysfunction. The triangle. <laughs> but that's the, that's the thing about like and, and and it's really hard for people who have never been through it to understand what a goddamn journey that is. Yeah. And and by the way, me as the patient, believe me, I'm just as fucking anxious. Yeah. <laughs> like I want this shit to get better. Is it is it 60 milligrams? Sure. Didn't work. Give me 90. Whatever it takes. Yeah. Also don't say milligrams. Pill. Oh. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean to the doctor. Oh like, yeah. Probably ninety milligrams. Like you know I'm not a like a fucking thermometer, right? <laughs> like please just one or two of those. <laughs> but but to the people that, that haven't gone through it, it's it's important to communicate to them it's not there's not a magic fix. It's a process. Yeah. But I think it's also very important. Anyone that might be listening that is going through depression, I it's it's tough to say, I but I don't want to sugarcoat it. It's going to be a process for you to deal with this, but you can deal with this, and, yeah. sh- and shit can help. It's not an easy road, but it's it, it, it can get better. Yeah, it's, it does. It will. Three, I mean, three examples sitting here. Yeah. And, and there's more. There's yeah, more everywhere. But I just, I, I, I think it's, it's dangerous at for people to think that there might be a magic fix because then they get disheartened when they start treatment and nothing's happening or they have to try a different pill. Like realize that that kind of shit is normal and that is just part of what it takes to treat it. Well, actually I'm glad you said that because here I am foolishly making the assumption and I should know better that people are also seeking mental help from a therapist and trying drugs. Yeah. I didn't even do that. Mm. I mean, so stupidly, like, you know, uh, you're right. I mean, a lot of people will go to their doctor and say, hey, I'm depressed. And their doctor will go, hey, we'll try Zoloft. Yeah. And, you know, we're going to start here and we're going to go through it. And they have nobody. They have nobody that they can talk to and and talk through this process you're talking about with. Yeah. So they're just... They're fucking going it alone. Yeah, they're just getting and pills. And, yeah. And not that that's not an important part of the treatment, but it's it's part of the treatment. But to your point, those people are like, I'm not getting better. You can't expect to. Yeah. But who's telling them that? Exactly, yeah. That's actually probably a, a good time uh, to thank our sponsors, uh, Zoloft and Lexapro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no I in Lexapro. That's not where you think. <laughs> 
<laughs> the triangle at the end. That's, yeah, that, that, yeah. that's what made the whole thing work. So um, it's it's funny, and I, I'm 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 teeing you up here. So I was very recently talking to my my therapist, and she said that, hey, I think you need to very seriously consider taking a, some time off work and going through intensive therapy. And I, I brought that up to you, and you were like, oh, no, I fucking did that. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, did you? <laughs> I did. Okay. Uh, I did. For uh, a couple weeks, it'd be like three hours at a time. Um yeah, I knew it was like long periods of time. It is. It is. Um, it actually doesn't drag on, though, either. It actually goes, I thought it went pretty fast. Mm-hmm. Um, it went pretty fast for me because I was so angry. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the way, and this, this was just my experience. I'm not saying that this is the way right. it is. So if that's a direction to go, I could just tell you where not to go. <laughs> uh, but it was, um, it was conducted by somebody who is who would, would hand out like a pamphlet, not a pamphlet, like a docket, like, like, like a packet, like, like, like of exercises and shit okay. to like go through. And I felt like she was more concerned with getting through the docket than listening to everybody. And it, it, was, it was in a group setting. I remember there was a woman in my group, uh, this older woman, very, very, very sweet. But she, I mean, Jesus, man, the first day that I was there, I was like, <laughs> damn, like... <laughs> Maybe I'm all right. <laughs> you know, I mean, she was really, she was, I mean, she was in a really, really, really bad state. And uh, the thing that I thought the, the group stuff was for was for the group people to interact because it's people that are, you know, going through similar experiences and kind of bounce. You know, yeah, I've been through that. I've been through that. Or, or you know what? This worked for me. Shit like that. But I think mm-hmm. actually would work. Um, as soon as that would start. The woman conducting everything reels everyone back in, like, yeah, let's get back on track here. See, oh, fuck. and I'm like, yeah. She I, well, at, the, at the end of my thing, I actually had to go. To, I, I went to like the head shrink, whatever. Mm. I don't fuck yeah. There was like a hierarchy of these fuckers. And, uh, yeah, this was the, the, yeah, the Grand Pooba. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the VP of shrink. I went to her, and uh, she's like, "How was your experience?" I'm like, well, "It was pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty bad." You know, and. Uh, She's like, do you think it helped? I'm like, no. In fact, I'm, I'm more upset. <laughs> because what would happen is me and this woman, would, and I got to know this woman as well as you can get to know someone. There. Mm-hmm. And uh, we would start talking, and I'm like, okay. We'd start getting into it, and then this woman conducting it would stop it. And I'm like, why? This is what I thought we were supposed to be doing here. And you're telling me go to page six and fill out this fucking triangle. I don't want to do that, man. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to, you know, she said something. I wanted to, I think we should let her keep going. And she's like, well, yeah, I know, but we got to get through exercises A through W before six. So <laughs> before uh, six. you need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I mean, that, that was my, when I found a good one-on-one, it was just way better. Uh, but I, I'm not saying that that's not good for some people. Well, to, I didn't to give enjoy to it. give the 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 other side of the coin, I I did have a group therapy, and the 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 person leading the group therapy was not a dumb cunt, um, <laughs> and and did not stop us when we were making progress with each other. Yeah. So it's it, it, it's just like everything. It, it's it's real hit or miss. If you get a good one, good. If you get a bad one, bad. But it like, might have been my fault. Don't do group therapy in the basement of a Panera. Okay. Just, <laughs> it was online. It seemed so nice. you, People seem nice. <laughs> you did group therapy. Yes. And what was like, I, I know you said that 
it was better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, what was your experience like? I mean, like, did you get anything out of it? Were oh you yeah, it, it helped me a lot. The, the I, it might have been before we started recording when I was saying that it it was the the number one thing that it helped me with was making me understand that some of these really fucked up things going on in my head weren't exclusive to me. Mm-hmm. Like other people are going through this. Like this isn't a, a Dan specific problem right. that that medical science can't fix because it's my I came up with it. Like right. it, it it showed me that there were other people going through this kind of shit. And the uh, the woman that was running it was fantastic, and she she had the 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 stuff the the exercises and shit too. But it was more of a hey everybody we're we're talking we're gonna go, we have these different exercises we can do breathing exercises you know mindfulness exercises, and, and she made it clear right from the beginning. Not all of these are going to work for all of you. We're just trying to give you guys options. Mm-hmm. And then she like opened it up for us to talk to each other. And never happened to mine. Yeah, that's that sucks, fucked man. up. It never it, happened to mine. Like we, we would go through that pamphlet and they'd be like, I want you to circle the thing that best describes you. And I'm like, oh, miss, I'm sorry. You left off mega pissed. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm just going to go ahead and write that one in. I'm writing mega piss and homicidal toward insert therapist here. <laughs> it's just, I, I don't know. I'm glad that, that worked. And, and, yeah. and that's kind of what I was expecting, the, the open it up for people to discuss. I think that's really, really helpful. Yeah. And that's what I was expecting. And when that would happen, I was like... This is fucking why I'm here, man. This helps. This makes me... I was like laughing. I'm like, holy shit, I forgot how to do that. And then this broad is just like, everyone stop and get out your crayons. Let's fill in these blocks. We don't get to page 6A. Heads are going to (laughs) roll. I got got numbers to to be accountable for. That's what it like... My current therapist, what I love most about... Numbers. She finished every day like, save two more lives. (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it again. I mean, this therapy thing, I am fucking crushing. Betsy, I, I noticed you guys only got to uh, 6C tonight, and it was you were supposed to get through 6Y. Is, it, can, can you explain that? Well, I couldn't keep everybody on task. Just, this asshole Joe would not shut up. People who are struggling... Poor Again, are unpredictable. <laughs> Poor and fucking Betsy's in the next class. <laughs> she has to stay after yeah. to do work. <laughs> Putting um, someone in that fucking detention. What, I think this the my my current therapist is the first therapist that I've ever had who has actually said to me, "Look, I'm going to tell you to do things because I know that they're good things for you to do. You're not going to do them, but I get it. I know why you're not going to have done it. Do I wish you w- would have done it? Absolutely." But I know why you didn't do it, yeah. and we'll find something else. And, and that kind of understanding and and empathy or sympathy, depending on whether the therapist has gone through it, is something that I think is missing from a lot of yeah. therapists. That And maybe I was speaking out of turn earlier when I said that I, I think a lot of people that go into that field don't have firsthand experience with it. Maybe they have, and they're just not empathetic or understanding people. But that is a huge part of yeah. just just having my doctor tell me look i know this shit's tough yeah and not a lot of doctors do that 
mine does. And, and that's, again, one of the reasons that I, I, I selected him and kept coming back. Again, yeah. I, I remember after our session, you know, you're looking for somebody who you're comfortable with. I remember coming home and telling Carissa, like, that's, I'm, I'm going to go back to that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and she can probably tell you that she probably remembers when I came home and talked about the other ones, too. <laughs> but I waited for him outside when he was done working. <laughs> I'm just like, you fucker. So, um, but yeah, I, I 100% agree with that. Mm-hmm. What is the worst thing that someone said to you during it? A therapist? No. Oh, just an outside therapist. <laughs> <laughs> Someone tried the rest of America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rest of America. Yeah, the rest of the, the, the world. Um, not maybe not the worst. It, it, the most inaccurate. The, I, I think the a very common one that is very counterproductive and and really misses the point of the whole thing is like suggesting activities that might get oh, you out of your Christ. slump. Like, like, maybe if we go to a movie, you, that that movie that you've been looking forward to came out. Let's go see that. That'll that'll get you out of your slump. Like, it's not the thing about depression. And and via text, I kind of said this to you earlier. It's more chemical than it is situational. Mm-hmm. That's not to say that situational can't affect it in a negative way. Situational rarely affects it in a positive way. Meaning. Right we're not going to go to Disney world and I'm going right. to come out of my depression. Right. But your dad might die and it can knock you real deep into it. Mm-hmm. So the, the, and, and I get it. it. It goes back to, they would have no way of knowing that that's not how this works. But I, anytime that I've been in a depression, there's been, there've been people that are make those kind of suggestions of, Maybe this will cheer you up. And you know what's funny is it it literally causes you to close off more. Yes. Yeah. And and that's what people Mm. don't understand. Mm. Like, it actually puts you in a position where you actively think to yourself, I'm going to remove myself from the possibility of the scenario where somebody tells me to do something that's going to make it worse. So what happens is you just gradually funnel yourself down to such a fine group of people that you're even remotely communicating with. Mm-hmm. And, and, and again, you said it earlier, right? This, it's not a knock on people who, who are trying. Yeah. It, it, it isn't. But if you're listening to this and you've never experienced it, and you're one of those people where we say, we understand you're trying and we're going to go through a list, know how to try because ultimately at the end of the day, your good intentions are more frequently than anything harming. It, it's a situation where doing nothing is better than doing. The That's wrong exactly thing. right. Yeah. That's exactly right. And, and and my experience as a person with depression, I've never held it against somebody when they've been distant from me. Yeah. It's it, it's been harder for me to deal with people who constantly come at me. Yeah. 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 For sure. And that's again that that's a natural rate. Like you know. Friends and family want to check in on you. Well, yeah, it's it's natural. Yeah, to the, want, the, like, they want to to check I mean, on your loved one. I've had, I mean, some of the worst things were said. That they weren't said out of negativity, right? You know, they'd say it. I'm like, oh, that made it worse. Oh shit! But it's just the way 
it, it, it's too hard. There, there was a, a handful of people that I was able to consistently talk to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you talked about like, uh, and I was just, I was Tom Patrick about it. I've just recently started reaching out to people that I kind of just shut out for like a year and scheduling times to hang out, apologizing, saying, let's, let's hang out more. I've, Those I, are always I, awkward reachings out. Well, that's like, why they're done via text. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I've also I've I had somebody say to me that they came to me and said, "Look, man, I've known you for twenty years. I feel like I did something to you, and I don't know what it is." But and um, and I kind of just lay it out. Yeah, like, hey, man, it's not you. Like, uh, it, it's a uh, it's just something that's just been kind of happening, and it was me shut down for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm working on it. You're not the first person to say it. You know, and since then, I've actually been talking to these people a lot more. Like they're just they're 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 texting. One of them was just like, "I didn't want to text you," because it's weird. You either give me a one word answer or not responding to me at all. He's like, but now they're like, "You're responding. You're proactively texting and calling me." So it's bad. I mean, I'm not trying to brag, guys, but I got a lot of people texting me now. Uh, <laughs> it's fu- it's funny. I think. I, we were talking earlier about how it's better when this kind of thing happens to you when you're young. Mm-hmm. That's a perfect example of where it's better when things happen to you when this kind of thing happens when you're not. Because the maturity level and understanding of those that surround you is greatly amplified. Yeah. I I have lost many, 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 many people in my lifetime because I've shut them out because of my depression, not because I yeah. was being an asshole. They're gone. Gone, gone, gone. They're yeah. never coming back because they didn't have the foresight to do what that dude did. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. They weren't mature enough to. And, yeah. And, yeah. And I, I sure as fuck wasn't mature enough to reach back out to them and go, hey, I know I kind of, you know, kind of let our relationship go, but here's why. Like, I was still being guarded. Yeah. I, I, I actually am envious of the fact that you had friends that did that because mine didn't. I mean, they're fucking gone. Well, and that it goes, I think, back to the, the age and maturity thing. Yeah. It's like, I mean, I'm only 28 now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you look let, awful let me, let me, for your age. <laughs> <laughs> You're a shitty looking 28, dude. I mean, I let really... me back up. I have the body of a 28 year old. <laughs> I'm just kidding. 41 I have the body years of young. two 28 year olds. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's the. I it's just the, ate a 28 year old. <laughs> oh, God. But it's. Carissa, the, uh, you want to make a 28 year old joke? <laughs> I'd like to. Just the closest one. <laughs> but uh, it's the age thing. It's because of the, the, the maturity. Like. If I'm 24 and this happens, well, fuck you. Don't respond. Yeah. You know, when, you know, being 40, 41, 43, 36, you're, you kind of want to know, and you can be more direct, and you can be direct in a respectful way. Mm-hmm. And that's what he did. Uh, that's, his name is Jeff. He's a friend of mine for, for literally 20 plus years. And that, that, he was just like, I just feel like I did something. I don't know what it is. Let me know, but just do. He basically ended it with "Do me the favor and let me know what's going on." Mm. And I was like, "Well," and it wasn't something that I was fucking awesome. It wasn't something that I was just like, "Ah, god damn, I really got to." Like, it still hadn't even occurred to me a lot of times the 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 impact that it kind of had. So yeah, I'm very happy and super lucky that I have people that will do that. I mean, the 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 thing with depression is 
the troughs can be fucking deep. And the highs. See, when can... you say trough, I immediately just go to like going to the Browns game. Everyone's peeing in that big. Oh thing. no, no. <laughs> well, those are gross. Same. No. And the troughs can be fucking deep, and the highs are status quo for most people. Yeah. And now, see, I'm lucky. Lucky is a weird way to put it. That I get sometimes um, states of mania to okay. to counterbalance the states it's of depression. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. I feel like you're paying me back for the it's pronounced Argentina for my. <laughs> no, I'm paying you back because I was trying to give myself a body compliment. And you shot it down. <laughs> you double 28 year old. <laughs> I forgot what I was saying. Argentina. <laughs> oh, you're, you're oh, mania. Mania. Your you're lucky for some reason and no one gets it. <laughs> it's um, it's kind of a light bipolar actually mm. with me where I go through crazy lows, but then every now and then. Super crazy high, which can be very dangerous because it, it, it leads to in other people's shit like I'm going to ride my motorcycle without my helmet on yeah, kind of yeah, shit. Yeah. I'm not nearly that energetic even in my manic <laughs> phases, but it does come with some super high happiness. It's that great. It, it, it's nowhere near an even split. Yeah. It's vast majority of the time. And that must make your bottoming out that much more difficult then. Sometimes, sometimes it gives me a little bit of a, when this is over, I might bounce back and have a real great weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so let me, let me ask you this. Cause it sounds like there should be a poster with a cat on it. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to bounce back. Have a great weekend. Hang in there, buddy. <laughs> So I want I, w- I wanted to I want to ask and I, man I hope you said this when we were recording, you were talking about how you're struggling for the last couple of weeks mm-hmm. in communicating with your fiance and understanding. Yeah. So how does this change that moving forward? Like how do you how are you communicating to her like sweetheart? You just don't understand. Like how how is that all? Like, how are you working through that? Short answer is I'm not. Like, it's, it's, I'm still so in the middle of it Mm -hmm. that it's, my brain is, again, crippling is such the right word for it. Like, yesterday, I, I I went to work and I, I I live like five minutes from where I work and I came home on my lunch break Mm -hmm. and I sat down in a chair and I sat in that chair for the entire hour of my lunch break doing nothing and, it came to one o'clock and I was like, I need to get back to work. Mm-hmm. And I could not, I, it, as much as I tried, I couldn't lift my hand to, to get my phone out, to text my boss. Hey, I'm not going to be in this afternoon. It took me another half hour to get the energy to do that. Like that's, and frankly, the fact that I'm up here was a Herculean effort on my yeah. part. Like I'm still very much in the shit right yeah. now. So it's my brain hasn't even been able to get to the how am I gonna approach this it's, it's, and, and fix it with the fiance? It's it's I'm I'm so glad you said that because I think one of the things that people who have never experienced depression in their lives, I I think it's un it's super difficult for them to understand how hard it is to do the simplest things mm-hmm. in the deepest parts of my of of my depression. I would literally figure out in my brain 
okay, I woke up at this time. I can do this very specific thing until this time. Then I can nap. Yeah. I can sleep from here until there. And then when I wake up, I'm going to do this. I, I would schedule everything in my brain around how many times can I shut my goddamn brain off yep. because I'm not going to make it yeah. until the other end of the day unless I can think as little as possible. Yeah. And I mean, and, and I'm not saying that that's where you were when you were talking about it, but that's what you're doing. You're yeah, like, yeah. you're just like, I got 30 minutes, 30 more minutes. And then this, yeah. And then an, an two hours and then I can come home and I can do this. Yeah. Three hours. I'm going to eat. I'm going to watch TV. I'm going to go to bed. Yeah. And, then and I ended up yesterday. I ended up texting my boss and saying, I got sick on my lunch break. I can't come back in. And then I immediately went to my bed and did not get out of it until eight that night. There you go. You know what's funny about that? The, what you just described is how I knew I was getting better. Because you stopped doing that? No, because I actually started. <laughs> I actually started planning things outside of the next oh, hour. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, mm. gotcha, gotcha. Uh, kind of like in a, in, a, in a frantic pace because I think I, I was excited. Because mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times, you know. Someone would be like, what are you doing Saturday? I'm like, I don't know, man. It's 10 o'clock on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> Probably nothing. Right. Because I don't talk to anyone anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> but like once, I think when I, I, I even kind of had the realization, like when I was kind of getting, getting kind of out of it and through it a little bit, is that I started like planning things, mm-hmm. like planning things in advance. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, like right now I'm in the middle of planning two trips months out mm-hmm. and i'm super excited about all of them you know i have one i don't even know where i'm going i just know that me and carissa want to go somewhere in march i don't know where we're going we're going somewhere right because i've already <laughs> made up my mind and I'm, it's it's an exciting thing because there was never that was not the case yeah someone would be like you know what do you what are you doing for lunch like, same thing like well lunch is three hours away man a lot can happen why don't you get away from my desk <laughs> <laughs> you know but now you know now and it, it's it's a and a lot of that is because, frankly, at that point, you don't give a shit no. if that three no. hours comes. No. Exactly. No. Exactly. And that's, that's what I was trying to say. Like, you, you, you block off your days. You just you figure out a way to survive yes. the fucking day. Day by day, you figure out a way, here's how I'm going to live today. Yeah. And that's not being fucking dramatic no not at all that is literally figuring out here's how by the end of this day i'm 100 positive i will not put a nine millimeter to my temple also it's it's not i also it's not also being morbid either it's just kind of the way that you think yeah you think short term because everything kind of sucks all the time so you're it's not a negative way of thinking it's just kind of the way of thinking that you kind of have to do yeah yeah, and it, it's it's survival mode. Yeah. yeah, it really is. Yeah, it's just, and you don't even think it's survival mode. You're just like, this is just the way that I think yeah. now. Yeah, you don't realize until probably later it is survival mode. But I think it's it's probably the thing for 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 me, and I'm I'm lucky enough and happy enough to say that it actually getting at the end of it made me happier. Right. I actually like when I got out of it and started kind of realizing like this. You know, you. I mean, I'm. It's still. I still can have bouts for sure. It's. Obviously, it's not been as bad as it was last year, mm. but I don't know. I just I, I appreciate things a lot more, see things a lot more. Like I, I actively, it's almost like you knew that you were. It's almost like you're on a long trip for twelve months. Yeah, right. and 
you're trying to catch up. So you're trying to reach out to everybody. You're trying to talk to everybody. You're trying to make up for lost time. It's a, it's a, it's a weird feeling. And I know that that's where it came from, but I'm not like, I mean, I don't want to do it again, but the way that it, uh, no, don't back away. (laughs) (laughs) I I did that on purpose. (laughs) But, but at the end of it, 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 for me, at least it made things a lot better in a lot of ways. So, um, uh, here's what I want to do. I want to take a break. I want to allow everybody the opportunity to refresh their, and then I want to come back. I want to read the 10 things that like, if you're listening to this and you've never dealt with depression, but you know, people who have, there's an amazing fucking article that I want to go through is the 10 things that you should really think about doing when you're dealing with somebody with depression. It was, it was really great. Dude, um, he, he sent it to me like two weeks ago and I read through it. And I think my response was, I would have gone to my phone, hit all contacts and sent it to everybody. I haven't read this yet. I'm looking forward to we'll hearing what's say, on the list. Yeah. Is there anything before we get into that, that I, we've left off the table or I don't, think so i mean like for, for again the, the only thing again and maybe it's just the way that i think i don't know if you guys thought this too because of mine kind of really starting really at the beginning of last year i had this thing in my mind i just wanted to get to, to 2019 i wanted january 1st to come because i was like i just like if you were to ask me in five years what's the worst year of your life i would have no fucking issue telling you which one it was mm-hmm. i wanted to get to and i it was just a weird way of thinking i wanted january 1st to come so bad i'm like brand new year start everything over Fuck 2018. <laughs> I was convinced. I'm like, I'm going to wake up. I get to use feeling like a, you know, fucking rich, jacked, huge dick. You know? But okay. Turns out. Wow. No, a lot was no. changing for you. <laughs> you know? Well, to be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the, a lot of it's delusion. Because uh, it turns out I'm, you know, middle class jacked and pretty big dick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, you're a huge dick. <laughs> okay, so you read between the lines. <laughs> but no, I I think a good way to close is the well because I did. Clo- we're not closing. We're coming back. Are you, I do you forget? It, well, if if that sentence was allowed to be completed before you interrupted me, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It would have made I, a lot yeah. more sense. Um, okay, I you know what? Thank My you. Apology. You just sent me into a tailspin. <laughs> Re- rewind. Triggered. <laughs> Go again. Okay. I think that this list is a great way to kind of close just yeah. because, see? see how That was a better way to say it. <laughs> just think You know, just it. take a fucking break. You literally <laughs> crossed your arms to pout. I did. <laughs> <laughs> he says with his arms crossed. <laughs> well, it might have been crossed the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, that's because you're always pouting. Yeah. <laughs> Dan? Um, there, there's so much shit. We'll never have enough time to I know, cover you... it in one episode. The one area that we really haven't touched on, and I don't know that we'll be able to oh, get fuck. super in-depth with it, is the how much drug and alcohol abuse goes hand-in-hand yeah. hand with this kind of shit. Um, <clears throat> and that's that's a, another super deep hole, rabbit hole that we could go but down. But you know what? We should. Yeah, we I should. So. I mean, uh, incels and depression can be our thing. <laughs> 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 you you want you want you you if you're looking for a very specific podcast, incels, add that shit to your logo. Incels and depression. Also, we're really right behind the uh, the Care Bear reboot too. So I had no idea that Is was there even a going Care Bear on. Reboot? I, no, I made that up. Oh, oh, okay. oh and lying too. <laughs> <laughs> so incels, right. depression, lying. <laughs> All right. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take a break. Refresh your drinks. We're going to come back. We're going to go yeah. through this Let's list. refresh our drinks so we can talk about alcohol abuse. <laughs> <laughs> and hurry, I need it. <laughs> All right. Fucking dick. <laughs>
tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, I'm recording now. I don't want to get into that. I think that's exactly when you should get into it. I'm not Put it on record. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't want to. <laughs> so um, we, we can get on into that when I'm uh, done recording here. But uh, So I found this article, and, and it's, um, it's from purpleclover.littlethings.com. Never heard of. Came across it on Get all MSN. my news there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you do? <laughs> all the time. Um, and it's 10 simple ways to support someone with depression. And I, I'm telling you right now, if you're listening to this, I was blown away when I read these. I I could have used this years and years and years ago. This is that good. So um, if you're listening to this and you and you are indeed supporting with somebody with depression, please take heed. So all right, maybe I won't have to patch things with with the fiance. I can just have her listen to this episode. <laughs> you, this you, is how you deal with me. Right. You, you, Plus, it gets should, us feet listening. You should judge. <laughs> you should share this with her. I, oh, I yeah, agree. absolutely. I agree. Well, and we'll I, see. I haven't well, <laughs> Okay, so support tip number one. And I, I'm going to say something immediately about this, all right? So give me a minute here. Um, avoid telling them just think positive. Listen, everybody... I couldn't be more clear when I say what I'm about to say. If I had a positive thought in my brain, I'd think it. What happens when you're depressed is your life is literally taken over by every horrible sense of yourself and your surroundings. You can't help it. And I, I want to take that one step further. Imagine what kind of positive thought you would be thinking, suggesting that to someone. Our brains, when we're in depression, would take that positive mm -hmm. thought to its most negative conclusion. Right, yeah. Puppies are positive. <laughs> Puppies die. Like, th that's, <laughs> that's what it would be. Yeah. Remember that, that really happy place you went to? Probably burned down. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. fucking horrible. And, and that's... Uh, uh, the, the other thing about that, too, it's the same thing. It's just telling a heroin addict oh we'll just stop doing heroin like, yeah oh i didn't think about yeah. that shit if it were but that it's, uh, easy it, yeah it's not if ugh. it were that simple it wouldn't be would, a problem everybody would do it yeah. instantly support tip number two try reaching out first sometimes people with depression become withdrawn and reduce their cut off uh, reduce or cut off contact with friends and friends and loved ones i'm sorry i've been drinking if you're concerned about someone but haven't heard from them, try. Give them a call. A simple I was thinking of you can make all the difference. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I was a little bit on the, the, the fence with this. Only because a, I was getting calls and texts from people who I hadn't talked to in like a year. And this was the only reason. Like normal, like, like you know, when... Uh, I mean, Carissa did this almost the perfect frequency. Where she'd be like, hey, just checking in, see how your day's going. And she actually, she always did that. She, the, the thing that she did that actually helped me a lot is she didn't over or under anything that, that, she, that, that she used to do. She tried to keep things as normal as possible. She would, of course, always say things like, I know it sucks. I'll help you any way I can. Just let me know whatever I can do. I know all this, all that. But if there's something I can do, let me know. Mm -hmm. That's it. Um. But that's kind of the one reason that I, I kind of wasn't 100% on board with this one. Because I was getting a lot of, and I'm like, okay, well, I know why you're re reaching out. That's a that's a great point. Yeah. Um, it, 
that's not to say that if you don't have like a, a day-to-day or, or normal interaction kind of relationship with the person that you shouldn't reach out. But at the same time, well, it, 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 if it's someone that I haven't heard from in a while that's texting me to say, hey, just checking in on you. Yeah. My immediate thought You're is right. going to be, I don't need your fucking charity. Right. Yeah. When obviously I do need your fucking right. charity. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But that's not how I'm going yeah. to be thinking Venmo about me it. Venmo 20 right. bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like m- mine was also, the other thing about it, it was, and, and th- I didn't know this at the time, a lot of them now haven't heard from them anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like, I'm going to do a good thing today. Yeah, exactly. And send great person. Yeah. <laughs> I and checked it's, on my it's... depressed buddy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, I uh, saved a life. I'm like that therapist. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I didn't even back. need the worksheet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, that, that, that's the only reason why. I, I think some people overdid it. Uh, I prefer people underdid it. But like I mentioned, there was. Really, I, I can name the people. There were three people: Patrick, Carissa, and then my one buddy, uh, uh, Keith. Um, they just they kind of just knew what to do, and those are the people I like talking to the most about it. Yeah, it, it, it's it's yeah. I was just thinking about you, and just le- let it go. Yeah. If if they reply, they're feeling they're feeling they're feeling a maybe a little bit of an uptick, right? If they don't reply, don't immediately follow up. If they don't yes, reply, yeah. exactly. Hey, I haven't heard back in three or four minutes. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, you know what? I'm coming over. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know. Because it's not, it's not that I thought that it was charity. It's not that I thought, I don't know. Just something about it. I was just like, I know why. Yeah. I mean, we haven't talked in a year, two years, whatever it might be. Nice of you to kind of do this. And again, but see, this we- is never coming from a bad place. Yeah. But still, it's just. Not understanding the way the, the way that the person on the other end is going to receive that because again you haven't actually experienced it. Yeah. So um, support tip number three. I fucking love this one. Validate their experiences. One of the best things you could do for anyone is to listen to them. You may not be able to relate to their experiences, especially if you've never gone through depression. But that's okay. Simply telling simply telling somebody that you believe them is a great way of showing support. One of the hardest things for me to do, and my sister doesn't listen to the podcast, I don't think, but my sister um, is not a believer in mental health issues. What? I'm I'm being serious. She does. She she is a firm believer in. Well, just go 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 do all the shit you love to do. Just go do it. You'll be fine. Hmm. So one of the one of the worst moments of my entire life is when I confided in my sister that I, I had attempted suicide and her reaction was like, well, just, just go, go do the shit you like to do. Oof. But currently again, what I like to do is attempt suicide. <laughs> <laughs> but like, again, it's the fucking, one, it is sister. the bee's knees. <laughs> it's the now bee's knees. Now I'm going to try to keep, figure out if I can kill myself with bee's knees. <laughs> oh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I just tried to kill myself. I just tried to kill myself. Why don't you go play skee ball? You love skee ball. (laughs) Again, what we're talking about is like advice to people that don't know how to deal with this kind of thing. And what we're saying is if you're listening to this and you and and you know what? She panicked. She heard something that just blew her away. She's like, I have to I can't not say say something. something. I have to say something. And they're just like, just do something you love doing. Whatever, whatever, whatever. 
Like, cool, yeah. You're right. I used to really love skydiving. I'm going to try it without a parachute. (laughs) (laughs) This actually is is a really good point. And maybe this is on the list. I don't know. But recognize that you're not qualified. Yeah. Oh, Christ. Like, a better response than probably almost anything you're thinking would be, let's figure out what we need to do to get you help. I Yeah. The to me the worst thing that people said to me like hey man I've been through it too and then they would say something like Ugh. you just you you just guarantee that you have not you yep. don't know what you're talking about yep. you had a bad day one day and you think that that's what's <laughs> going on. yeah 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 you got a parking ticket and fucking we're yeah. like oh god depression. so many people think that depressed means sad and it so yeah. does not yeah but right. I mean again th- th- that's not a it's just someone they just they want to help so yeah, bad. Yeah. And they want to be like and, and, been and there. You if know? you've never been through depression, it would make sense to think that that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. 100% agree with that. Yeah. And actually, one of the things that he and I had talked about was I now know if somebody tells me they're depressed, I, I, I know what to say and what not to say. Like, because you wouldn't otherwise. Yeah. 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 But I'm, yeah. I, oh, God damn. It, that was one of the. The worst things for me, not because it wasn't anything. Again, that uh, I never really took anyone like to task for it, saying like, "How dare you?" Yeah, but it just because it's it, never malicious. No, never, it's, yeah. it never was. Everybody just like you just said with your sister or anyone that I've ever dealt with or you've ever dealt with your fiance, my wife, your family, friends. It doesn't matter who it is. They all want to help. Yeah, it's coming from a good of place. Yeah, yeah, and they just you know that they don't know, but. We also got to keep in mind, and we just kind of used uh, his the interaction with his sisters as a uh, uh, example? As example. Yeah, um, don't, don't correct me. Um, I didn't correct you; I just helped you. Well, it was a tough word to come up with. <laughs> <laughs> I can see. Anyway, we're uh, I can see probably why gonna wrap stumbled it up. with that one. <laughs> it's three fucking syllables, guys. <laughs> and there's an X in there. <laughs> no one uses X. <laughs> <laughs> but uh ah, fuck, I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but I mean it was they all they, they they want you can't not say something there. Yeah. You're in a scenario where something like this comes up and you're yeah. like, what am I gonna be like? You can't just shrug and walk away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, oh, I have to take this. <laughs> I think I'll take a fucking phone call. We're, we're on in a lot of ways, it's kind of like we're putting them in a really bad Actually, spot. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you don't know what. Yeah. You have. You can't just be like, oh fuck, dude. <laughs> you just opened my mind to something like. Well, my trendsetter. Well, no, you're not. But <laughs> God damn it! Examples of hard work. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I, I I've never th- selfish of me, but I've never thought about it, trying to explain to somebody like dropping a fucking sledgehammer on huh? them like. I'm depressed. They don't know how to consume that. And by the way, frankly, you don't even know how to express that to somebody. You don't know. Like, the simple word of depression is is insignificant when it comes to what's actually happening in your fucking head and in your fucking heart. It's gone. Yeah. It's a simple... It's a simple word, and it doesn't get the point across. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm glad you said that, Joe, because I think that that's, that's, a, that's a good point. But yeah, in that scenario, they have to say, you have to say something. If someone comes up to you and says, I'm addicted to drugs. It's never going to be enough. If someone comes up to you and says, I, I, this is happening or that's happening. I mean, you, 
you, you, like you said, you can't just shrug and be like, sucks to be you. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. have to say something. Yeah. So, but when you're going through that, you're not think you're not like, we can think about that rationally now. Like, wow, fuck. I really kind of dropped a bomb on someone and kind of put them yeah. in. And then I didn't like what they said. Well, I mean, you and, know, and that's, a, I'll take it even one step further. Please don't. Just, just stop right here. <laughs> can I just give you one example? <laughs> no. <laughs> Give me your example. <laughs> you can try. Joe's not going to get it. Better to, be a fact. To be honest, we're the assholes. Oh yeah. Like that. Like oh, that. Yeah. Not, not only is dropping that bomb putting them in in a, a tough position. We get mad. We when they cut don't. off contact. Yep. We act weird and yep. off putting. Like and we get mad when they don't respond the perfect way we yes, want right. them to yeah. respond. Yeah. Yeah. But that that's again that's the mentality that you're putting. I, you're putting them in tell you like god damn it. Why didn't you say exactly what I wanted you to say without knowing what to say? <laughs> right. Yeah. You son of a bitch. Yeah. But that's no contact. Yeah. That's why we're doing this podcast, yeah. right? We're and educating that's, America. That, that's exactly why I think it's it's so important for people that are comfortable being open about it to be open about it. Totally agree. Uh, yeah. Agree. And you, and, and, and that educate. is not a judgment on anyone that's not comfortable being open about it. Well, I know what you mean. Yeah. You said it earlier. It takes fucking balls to be like, I'm going to put my... At the end of the day... That's sexist war- toward women. Patrick froze. <laughs> he doesn't know what to do. No, 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 no. I dropped a bomb on him. You better respond perfectly. I won. I was hoping for a super long, awkward silence. And I got it, and then you fucked it up. All right. I was so, hoping Carissa would storm out and agree with me. Was, Sexist pig. I was hoping Carissa would just stomp her way out. <laughs> just like Roscoe does up and down the stairs. Oh, I those fucking nails. Um, support tip number four. Be sensitive with what you talk about. Sometimes certain subjects are difficult for people with a depression to handle, especially if their depression stems from a traumatic event. In this case, try to... Try to be considerate with what you talk about with them. If you're unsure what uh, might be a touchy subject, let them lead the conversation. If you feel comfortable enough with that person, you can always ask them if it's okay to talk about. I want to amend that to don't... If you do mention something that's touchy and and you get an indication that that they don't want to talk about it or that that, that it's a nerve... Don't spend ten minutes apologizing for talking yes. about it. Don't yep. overly just apologize. move on. Yep. You're, you're actually the over the, when you overly apologize. You're highlighting it even more. Yes, and then you're making it more uncomfortable. And then you're like, well, I'll just add you to the list of people I'm not going to talk to. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that, exactly. that sucks. But again, that's just the way that you think. Yeah, you think like, oh god, remember that time you fucking said that one thing and then apologized for ten minutes? Yeah, but that, it's and right now I'd be like, dude, man, hey, don't worry about it. It's cool. But then, then I'm just like, all right, this conversation needs to end. I need to get to my car, and you and I are not talking. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's a very, right. again, like, the, the, the theme of it, and again, for people who haven't been through it, the way of thinking doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It's not going to make sense. If someone says that they did this because of this, and you're like, why would you do that? Like, you don't understand why. Yeah. You don't understand why I stopped The why is a people. completely irrelevant question. Yes. Why? Fuck no. Yes. No, it just, it just, it doesn't make it. Even now, when I look back, I'm like, God damn it. Why did I do that? But at the time I'm like, I should hundred percent do this. This makes complete sense. Anyone who, you know, disagrees is, is wrong. I know what I'm doing. I know what I got to do. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it, 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 we talked about it. You go into survival mode, mm-hmm. literally. Yeah. 
Um, it, it's it's funny when I when I read this, I instantly go to. I wrote something on a post-it note today. I was just sitting there and I was having this moment and, and I was thinking about um, somebody had asked me to do a painting for them. And I was like, man, that kind of struck a chord with me. And I wrote down, break a heart, create art, right? So you, you, a lot of art that you experience that songs that you listen to, right? Mm. Things that you see, um, poems you hear are all from people who had, a lot of it's from people who dealt with fucking depression, and it and it, even shit that you would not think stems from. Exactly, my, my go-to example is "Hey Ya" by Outkast. Oh yeah, the happiest sounding song in the world that is so fucking sad. Yeah, yeah. So it's it, you, you go the through the third eye blind thing that we've talked about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's that entire album, their entire debut album is coming down off meth. Yeah, it's. And but when you listen to it, you're like semi charm life. Yeah, it's gonna be my wedding song. Yeah. <laughs> you don't fucking know any better. <laughs> but that that that's that's real. Yeah, yeah. Um, support tip number five: stay in touch and check check in regularly. And and basically, you know, it it's not saying check in every single solitary day and hound the goddamn person into fucking oblivion. Yeah, it's saying. Just let them know you care. Yeah. And it goes back to the earlier point. Just like, hey, man, let me know. Yeah. No, I agree. Like me, like if, if, if I had known that a friend of mine was, I wouldn't check in really. I'd be like, hey, man, heading over here. You want to grab a bite? No. Cool, man. All right, man. Maybe next time. Yeah. Yep. Like exactly. I, would do, I would try to keep it as normal as possible. Yeah. Um, for any other reason other than you don't need a daily text reminder that things are shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I expect to get that from certain people. I don't need it from everybody. Yeah. To, to, for, for my opinion. Anything? I agree. All right. Oh, so it's fact. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Resolution passed. <laughs> I have trouble Great signing. example. <laughs> oh, Joe. Uh, support tip number six. Make sure they're getting enough sleep. Insomnia is often a symptom of depression, and lack of sleep can trigger depression. Talk about a vicious fucking cycle. Jesus Christ! I, wrote, dude. I added the word "fucking." Um, I assumed. Yeah, <laughs> I know you have a lot to say that, about this, and I'm going to let you. But I can't sleep enough when I'm depressed. I was about to say it's irregular sleep. One one extreme or the other. It's it's. That kind of makes it sound like insomnia is the the rule of of everyone with depression. I think right. sleep problems is a rule. Mm-hmm. Um, I I go back and forth. Sometimes I can't sleep enough. Sometimes I'm just walking around like a zombie because no matter what, I cannot go to sleep. I sleep as much as I possibly fucking can so that my brain is inactive. To be clear, I want to sleep. Right. Yeah. I just sometimes can't. <laughs> well, I uh, I had the uh, the the no sleep. Uh, was a, a, a big byproduct of mine. The uh, actually, and I can even tie it into kind of like, uh, like alcohol abuse. I got to the point where I couldn't stay asleep, and all I wanted to do was stay asleep. Mm-hmm. I could fall asleep, and I'd wake up twenty fucking times. I couldn't stay asleep. Right. So I would actually make sure I would, you know, have a couple belts before I go to sleep because I'm like, that's gonna keep me asleep. And actually, it, it, I don't, don't think we've even talked about I know we've joked around about medication. I didn't take medication. I never did. Because I was just of the mind of, 
I don't want to take Lexapro. I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to be fake happy. You said it. I didn't want to be fake happy, which again, looking back, was fucking stupid. It was really, really stupid. Yeah. Because I was having trouble coping a lot, but I just didn't want to do it. I was like, I'm like steadfast in this role. Yeah. And then it was, it was yeah, yeah. Take that, medical yeah. community. Right. <laughs> I'm, but, I'm taking a stance. But I actually, but I was medicating myself. I was medicating yeah. myself to yeah. stay asleep. That's actually a really good point that you bring up because I think it's pretty common for people to say, I don't want to be fake happy. I don't want to go on the meds. I don't want to be a zombie, whatever. I feel like it's unique and it was just me. <laughs> No, I think you're right. I, I think it very. I think it very much. People rationalize, and that's how I did. I was like, "Well, I don't want to take that because, you know, I want to get better. I, how will I know if I'm better? That, that's yeah. actually what I said. So, yeah. Finish your thought. Well, it, and and this is not to say that medication is for everybody because it's not. It, right. Everyone's treatment is different. But I would I would caution people against going into it thinking that the medication is going to make you fake happy or. To go into a bit of a science lesson, mm-hmm. I've done a lot of fucking Googling on this <laughs> over the years. Most antidepressants are selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor- inhibitors, which essentially, it's not like... Nothing. He struggles with that word. We're cool. <laughs> he just fucking flew Selective it. serotonin reuptake inhibitor is way more difficult than example. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, I nailed it the second time. <laughs> He's, he, no, that's fine. I'm just depressed now. <laughs> he barely slipped up the first time, and Joe's like, Dude. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> <But> idiot. <laughs> but they're not like if you smoke weed or you drink and your brain is flooded with all of these artificial happy chemicals. All it does is change your brain chemistry so that it can receive and create those yeah. happy chemicals. So when you go on Zoloft or Lexapro or whatever, it's not going. It's not something that you can take recreationally. It won't do anything for mm-hmm. you. Um, it just changes it so that chemical imbalance in your brain gets fixed. And, and, then, I, and then you have to do things in life that will give you the happiness. One hundred percent. And the the uh, the I would my Lexapro was whiskey or beer, yeah. anything. Yeah. And I, there are so many nights where. You know, Chris would go to bed. I'm like, I'm just going to watch TV. And I would just sit downstairs. And I'm like, I'm just going to make sure that there's no fucking chance I'm waking up. Mm Because I don't want to wake up. Yeah. I want to sleep. I I don't want to be awake. And, uh, but yeah. But I look, and like, if for whatever reason, you know, fingers crossed that this happens again, the first thing I'm going to do, because it's just that it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not fake happy. It levels you off to help you deal with the shit that you're going to have to deal with. Yep. And that's something that no one could convince me of. Yeah. No one could convince me that that's what it was. Support tip number seven. Give as continuous support as you can. Now, let me read this out. Let me read this. Um, because when you, re- when you hear that, you're like, uh, it's going to be too much. But let me, let me... Depression can make people feel like they're pushing their loved ones away or that they've been abandoned. That means that being a constant for them makes a world of difference. It also means that your role in their life may change as they learn and deal with their depression. So be flexible. That is the key to that whole fucking thing. So being support doesn't mean, Hey, I'm there for you, buddy. I'm there for you, buddy. I'm there for you, buddy. It means understanding what support is needed and adapting your relationship with that person to be supportive. And, and, and you're right, Dan, 
we are the assholes. Mm-hmm. We make it harder on everybody else to learn how to adapt to us. And this is a lot to ask of people. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But at the time, you're just like, I can't believe you haven't figured out how to interact around me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, support tip number eight, learn about depression. And I think that's... That might be the most important point on this list. Absolutely. Understand, like, these ten rules. Unless number nine is dull out blowjobs. (laughs) (laughs) I I think the thing about... both at the same time. (laughs) Everyone's got a smartphone. (laughs) (laughs) I I just put it on vibrate constantly and in my front pocket. Uh, Oh, so dating is going well. (laughs) I keep telling everybody to text me constantly. (laughs) Don't call. Don't call. Text. (laughs) It's weird I've created this vibrate. Patrick um, never picks up. <laughs> um, the thing about the thing about um to the thing about this to me is that um god damn you motherfuckers cuz I can't remember. The the thing about depression I don't see how that's our fault. You were talking <laughs> stop and then started up again. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I, I think the thing about depression is everybody thinks they know what it is. Mhm. And they react to what they think they know what it is. And I think it was you that made the point earlier, Joe, where you said, oh, I had a bad day. I'm depressed. That's that's not depression. No. You had a bad fucking day and it sucks. But depression is a real goddamn fucking thing. And a lot of people either think it doesn't exist or that it's this just kind of like nebulous thing. Or that it's just someone who's overreacting to their bad yes. day. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I actually, we were talking about the way that people react. I actually had somebody. I won't. I won't say who, but someone actually sat down next His to me at Dan. an event, <laughs> and uh, I was smack dab in the middle of everything. It was, it was just a fucking bad time to be around me at all. Sat down, and you know they were like, "Hey, man, how's it going?" And they were well aware of everything that was going on. Like, "How's it going?" And I kind of just uh, nodded my head, like. You know, and their reaction was, oh, so you're not talking now? I'm tired of your shit. And walked away from me. <laughs> okay, I know that I said that we're the assholes. <laughs> not in that case. He was the asshole. That's kind of a... Oh, no, because, no. Because I definitely won that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and honestly, but it, honestly, and this is even the worst. My reaction, you would think, now my reaction was, you motherfucker. My reaction at the time... Thank God he walked away. I did not want to talk because I didn't want to talk to yeah, anybody. Yeah. It wasn't until like later that day where I was just like, I understand that I am not doing well and I, it's it's kind of a difficult time, but holy shit, man, was that not the right thing to say? Yeah. And just kind of goes back to I, I just how you interact is so important. Yeah. You, you know, I, I I talked earlier about the time that I had admitted to my sister that I had tried to commit suicide. And many, many, many months later, I had gone through another bout of depression. And I had approached my sister again and said, hey, I'm not doing well. I'm thinking about these things. And I was over my dad's house and we're watching a football game. And my sister and her husband show up. Best fucking intentions, right? They show up, turn the football game off. And start to have this mini awkward, nobody fucking knew outside of the two of them intervention. Oh. It was awful. 
Nobody knew what to do in the situation. Nobody knew what to say. At the end of the day, I was just trying to fucking numb my brain and watch a fucking Steelers game. Yeah. My dad, who was there, who I don't lean on for fucking shit, he was just like, what the fuck's happening? I don't know. What the fuck? I'm going to go get a beer. It, w- it was so... Shout out, Mr. Garretano. Yeah. <laughs> and we can have a whole podcast on him. It, it was so... Ooh, we should do a fucked up parents podcast. Oh, god damn, I'm going to win. No, I don't know, buddy. You don't know Wait, my shit. No, that's not fair. My parents are loving and helpful. <laughs> I can't even go. Um, but it, it, it goes it goes exactly to this point. It's just like understanding how to deal with somebody with depression and how do you approach them? What are the worst things you can do? And... and I, Showing up unannounced and having an intervention probably uh, yeah. in the top three. <laughs> and, and also stopping something that was giving you momentary that's relief. Exactly but, they right. don't, but they don't know. That's they, true. They, they probably walked in th- and it's like, my God, he's sitting in silence watching TV. The, they, you know, again, you, they don't, no one knows. And that's, yeah. that's actually what I was just about to say. There, there is a difference between me coming up to you and saying I'm depressed and how you react in that moment versus something like that where you're trying to plan out what you should do to help. It's 2019 and everyone has Google. And I'm not saying that it's anybody's mm-hmm. responsibility to help anybody. But Again, if you we're the are, assholes. If you are inclined to help someone, just do some Googling. Understand it. Yeah. That, that's yeah. my point. Yeah. Like, understand what you're about to do when you do that. Yes. Yeah. You could... You, I, I'm... I'm sitting at work, and I actually put this on Instagram. I'm sitting at work two or three days ago. Must have been three days ago. What was it, Valentine's Day? Two days ago? I don't think it matters. Okay. <laughs> it was and in the past. I get this Valentine's te- Day definitely matters. I get matters. this text message, and it's clearly a marketing text message, and it says, make a reservation for Valentine's Day for you and your sweetheart, right? And I'm thinking to myself, you motherfuckers – do you realize how many people probably got that text message who could have been on the last goddamn thread? And then they get that. Do you know what I mean? I do to an extent. Dan, don't you. Don't you. I Dan don't... sent the text. <laughs> <laughs> he thought Look, it'd be I'm funny. I'm trying out new revenue he... streams. Yeah. I'm trying to... <laughs> he knew Patrick wasn't currently dating, so he thought it'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> I... I... I think that a lot of times with with mental illness, and I am not accusing you of narcissism, a slight amount of narcissism. Um, <laughs> there is a lot of times narcissism that goes along with mental illness that it's it's honestly someone with mental illness. I have very little patience for a lot of people yeah. with mental illness because they use it for whatever reason, and their entire the entire world is supposed to revolve around them. I think that expecting companies not to uh, go ahead. No, no, I should be perfectly clear. I personally was not offended. What what I meant was, I'm hundred percent certain that somebody somewhere got a text message like that on that day, and that was their final straw. Uh, sure, and and yeah. I understand that, but but taken to its logical conclusion, that would mean. We can't do Valentine's Day billboards or... I understand. Like, I understand, You know yeah. what I mean? You drive by an ambiance... If you're an incel, 
you drive by an ambiance. The store for lovers. Yeah. You're probably fucking pissed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, no one's buying, a, a, you know, underwear for me. Yeah. All right, anyhow. And ambiance is too classy of a store to sell pocket pussies, I think. So the incels probably go into Bob's Adult Mart in Barberton. Probably. I don't know why Barberton. I know exactly why I said Barberton. <laughs> because you've fucking been there. All right. Um, For some reason, I tried to, like, do damage control. Like, I can't offend Barberton. <laughs> it's Barberton. a city. It's not listening it's to this podcast. It's a shit city. It's not it's, really a shitty. I it's a mistake in Ohio. <laughs> All right. Um, support tip number nine. Encourage them to seek professional help. One of you brought this up earlier. Uh, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Um... Don't, don't come at it like, go to a doctor. Like, like it, it, it's a touchy thing to, to, uh, to bring I, up that subject with someone. Yeah, it is. But it is probably the best thing that that person can do to yep. get their situation better is to see a professional. Maybe yep. even one step further. It, when, when you're doing your, your quote unquote research, Find somebody that actually knows what they're talking about and have them approach them with. Yeah. Yeah. Like, don't come out and be like, you should go see a doctor. Like, well, you don't know anything about this. Because that can actually get squashed by someone who does know. Like, actually, I do know. Yeah. I've been where you're at. You, this will help you. Yeah. I, I promise you. But you, you sitting around hoping it's just going to get better ain't going to help. Yeah. So. And, and again. I, and you may not know. I know that's perfect world. You may not know someone like that. Yeah. So you may not have that luxury, but if you can, I think that'd be a good way to go. Yeah. And, and, and again, this, we all know that this is asking a lot out of everybody, but if, if you are in a position where you can offer to give them a ride to the doctor or help track down phone numbers, because mm -hmm. remember you're dealing with people that it's a struggle for them to get out of bed. Right. Finding and going to professional help is... It just an insanely insurmountable task when you can't even open your fucking eyelids. Well, you said it. It it takes an um, an amazing amount of courage, and that's not that's not overstating it. Mm -hmm. It really does. Like if you're if you're that deep and you're willing to put yourself fucking out there to somebody, yeah, because that's what it takes. Yeah. Um. So, anything else on that? No. Support no. tip number ten, and I love this, and I'm looking at you, Carissa. As the saying goes, you can't pour from an empty cup. If you're not feeling your best, you can't really help someone else. So take time to make sure you're okay. And I think that's an understated thing if you're somebody who's legitimately supporting somebody that suffers with depression. I agree with that 100%. Put on your oxygen mask before helping someone else put on theirs. It's that's exactly right. It's the first thing they tell you. Because otherwise you're both, and I'm going to mix the fuck out of my metaphors, otherwise you're both going to drown. Yep. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, it's, In an airplane, yeah. It's, yeah. It works, it's a, it's don't a, worry. It's 100% accurate. Because the other thing, like when you're on the, when you're in the, that place, you don't realize the strain you're putting on your yeah. significant other if you have one. Yeah. Like uh, you're you're putting, I mean, every single goddamn day is like, Walking on eggshells, tiptoeing, trying to make things okay, and you don't know how to. Yeah. Guessing what to say. Exactly. When to say it. That, that's how a... to say it. I can't imagine the pressure that we put on other people mm -hmm. just to keep us alive. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I don't know. I agree. It's just it's a it's such a massive undertaking, yeah. and it's also especially if you're a significant other spouse, you are the person that is supposed to do that. It, you know, yeah. it, it's you not only are you supposed to, you want to do that, and you still don't know what to do. Right. And obviously, we ain't fucking helping you. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. We're not giving you clues. Yeah. We're not. We're not making like, oh, you know, it'd be cool if you did. We're just like. I'm going to sit in the corner in silence. Don't fuck this up. Right. Like, I mean, yeah. we, are, yeah. we are not helping. Yeah. And, and I can only imagine the the pain because I've I've always been the one in the relationship that's depressed and mm-hmm. suicidal and all that shit. I can only imagine the pain that it is seeing some, seeing someone that you love more than anything else and knowing they're thinking about ending their life and yeah. what I, there's nothing I can do. No, about I, it. I like don't. It's, yeah. Th- that's, that's a very good point. You're, you're watching somebody that you've chosen to spend your life with slowly fade away every day and you have no idea how to bring them back. Yeah. But you're trying your damnedest to do it. Yeah. And that's that, that, that is a task that I don't wish upon anyone. And it's, it's, it's incredibly hard. It's, it's, I can't imagine what, what what that was like. I mean, fuck what I was going through. Yeah. I mean, I you can make the argument the other side of that, like watching all that unfold is way fucking worse. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just think about like from your parents' perspective. You're their child. They're watching their child fade into oblivion. That's not supposed to happen. Yeah. That's yeah. not supposed to happen. You know, the, the the kicker of mine is that I I I do believe this because of the way that my dad was. I probably would have gotten help sooner because my dad was super. My dad would have just sat down and like, got to get fucking help. That's, That's it. the irony of it, isn't it? It is. In your situation. It is because he was kind of the, you know, his passing was kind of the trigger that kind yeah. of, you know, quote unquote or questionably or arguably started everything. Mm-hmm. If he was, if he was around, I think I would have got help a lot sooner. Um, he would have recognized it a lot sooner. And he would have sat me down and just been like, this isn't you. You need to get help. I don't know how to help you. Mm-hmm. We can find people that do. And that's, that's it. We're, we're, and, and he wouldn't have been like, so if you feel like it, he'd be like, your choices are you get help or you stay like this. Do you yeah. want to stay like this? And I'd be like, fuck no. Because no, I mean. Nobody would. Yeah. yeah. It, just knowing kind of the way that he was, like he would attack kind of everything and just like, look, I'm just going to lay out fucking facts for you and then you're going to make that choice. And then he would have basically, he would have kind of lawyered me, truthfully. Yeah. He'd have been like, oh, so you want to stay this way? Why do you want to stay this way? And I'm like, well, I don't want to stay this way. Like, well, well, then you have to get help. Those are your options. That's right. it. The, 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 I, now I very imagine much... she's white. What's that? Never. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you went a time to kill on him. Yeah, I did. <laughs> so, um, we're, uh, sorry. What do you, Dan, what do you, <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker. Dan, what do you want to leave, uh, what do you want to leave this with? Uh, Matthew McCut, we just did it. <laughs> um, it's fucking, it's hard shit, man. It's hard shit on all sides. The, the people that go through it, the people that care about the people that go through it, it's it's not easy, um, but it's not hopeless either. I guess is all I would say. Joe, what do you want to leave it with? Um, I don't know. I, I I'm glad we did this for sure. I'm glad Dan was able to come up. I mean, we literally just kind of did this on a whim, uh, seven hours ago. I don't yeah. know. Um, 
don't know. For me, it's uh, if if this was able to help anyone, great. I would definitely. We're gonna post this thing about the, the, these ten things to kind of help, because um, they are very very helpful. Uh, for from and that's coming from people who have kind of been through it. If you, not everyone's gonna be fortunate enough to kind of have the supporting cast that kind of like I did. Uh, so you know, my heart goes out to you if you don't. I still think you should seek out help and then you know. Just, just kind of keep in mind, you know, if you are going through it, that everyone that's talking to you and checking in on you, I know it seems like they're just making things worse. I'm, it's coming from a good place. It really is, man. It's, 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 and that's, it's not something you're gonna see until you're far removed from it. Also, example is a super hard word to say <laughs> and remember. Something you said, um, it, it sounds like we were all fortunate enough that we had somebody in our life to kind of help us through this. Not everybody has that. And, and to anybody out there that might be listening to this, that doesn't have somebody you, you can do this on your own. It's, it's going to be harder, but you can. And look, I'm just some asshole that makes jokes on a podcast sometimes, (laughs) but sometimes strangers that don't know me, if you're going through some shit, Email me. I don't yeah. give a fuck if you're a stranger. Yeah, DM us. Won't care. Re- reach out. What's your email address? Flirting with wall chains at hotmail.com. <laughs> I will create that by the time that this is. <laughs> <laughs> you better fucking hope it's available. Yeah. No, I, 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 no I, I very much, I mean, everyone, you know, if you, if you have someone, it's, it's, it really is, it's so unbelievably helpful and it's going to be really frustrating. You know, for me, I had one person in particular that was just fucking incredible that that sat through this with me the entire time, all the time, day in, day out. And that was Nick from my fantasy football league. I, I was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. That was my wife, Carissa. That's amazing. She, uh, she, she sat through some shit for a year solid. That's not to say that it's gotten better, and I'm a fucking treat right now. But uh, yeah, I mean, I I had that, and that's something that, like Dan <laughs> said, not everyone has that. You know, not everyone's married or has a fantasy football league like I did with, yeah, fantasy with my <laughs> Nick, with my good friend Nick. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like Dan said, even if you you don't have that, you can still there's still ways out of it. You just gotta. It's it sucks to say, and it's even harder to do. You kind of have to see it, and it's uh, when you're in that state, you don't really see anything clearly, and you almost don't even want to see it. Yeah. Um. But you know, th- there's there's definitely a way out. And, and I'm sorry that I keep butting mm. back in. One piece of advice that helped me through a lot of my anxiety and and suicidal thoughts and depression and even just other shit in life is. When when things seem really overwhelming, just focus on the next thing that you have to do. Don't think about it as, I need to get my depression cured, which mm-hmm. involves all this shit. Just think, what's the one thing? Okay, I need to find a phone number. That's it. That's mm-hmm. all you have to do. Yeah. And once you do that, then you'll have something else. But don't fucking think about that until after you do that one thing. Anything else? No, I'm fucking I, really glad we did this. Yeah, uh, I am too. This actually turned. I, I, when we were talking about doing this for the last couple of months, I, I wanted to really bad. I didn't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. I actually think adding Dan into this, even though Helped. he kind of invited himself, I, I totally <laughs> did. No, he did. But, but I make everything better. No, so. <laughs> yeah, well, honestly, but I mean, I think 
three people, same experience, different perspective, different times of their life, mm-hmm. I, I think uh, was the perfect way for us to do it. Because I really didn't know how to do it. I, I really didn't. Well, that's yeah. probably why it took us so long to finally do it. We I wanted mean, to, and we just couldn't pull the trigger. And yeah. I think today, he was like, let's just fucking do it. And we just happened to be talking to you. It actually really, really worked out. This, just like the last one we did, this is... I. It's already... I haven't even listened back. It's already my favorite one. Uh, uh, just because I, I totally it's, it's the most important one. We still had a lot of laughs because, you know, fortunately, we're all here to make jokes around mm-hmm. about it. But, I mean... You know, it's uh, I'm just I'm really, really, really glad we did it, and uh, I'm really looking forward to posting it because it's uh, I'm I'm pumped about it. Yeah, I think um, and I'm I'm gonna wrap this up here. I think for me, um, you know, we laughed a lot about the mental illness of depression itself. We laughed about suicide, obviously, really fucking serious things. I can't state how unbelievably valuable and important it is. And why you can laugh is because it's such a lonely fucking thing to go through. And when you can connect with other human beings and have that sincere, genuine understanding and connection of, I'm not fucking alone. It feels good to laugh about it. Mm -hmm. It It feels fucking good to laugh about, yeah, I legitimately have Googled ways to commit suicide. Yeah. But you know what? I didn't, it's not just me. And when I was punching that shit on the computer, I felt like it was just me. Yeah. So, yeah, I can sit here and I can. Isolation's impossible to describe. It it really is. And I I think that I could be wrong. I think the slogan for the National Alliance for Mental Illness is you are not alone. And well, I, I think that's right. just do it. Like, <laughs> no, Nike, my bad. That's Nike. That's, and actually, looking back, that would have been a bad slogan. <laughs> anyway, let's take some calls. We have Heather from Florida. <laughs> now, oh, shit. And I'm. And I'm I and, am uh, I am sorry that I <laughs> made another joke about it, but Wait, this is kind of dick. the thing that. But this is kind of what we're celebrating. Yeah. yeah, the fact that we're all still here and we can joke around about it. Yeah, again, like Patrick said, it's very very serious and very fucking serious. We took it very serious when it was going on. We still take it serious. Mm-hmm. I think right now, the way that the three of us and I think we're, we're very unique and similar is that we're using kind of this venue and, and humor to kind of. Educate. Illustrate, educate what it was actually like. Um, So, Dan, obviously, thanks again for coming out. You're always welcome. Thank you for having me. Uh, But, yeah, I don't know. Anything else to wrap up? No, I I, I, I legitimately, I I think it's awesome that we're this comfortable on this podcast to be able to expose ourselves as much. It doesn't doesn't bother me in the least um, to have people that listen that, you know, you know, know what we've we've been through and are going through. Yeah. Because if anything, I'm I'm a hundred percent positive that there's something that somebody will take from this. And, and I hope they do. And that's yeah. what matters. So yeah. I'm gonna I, Also well, stickers are available. Well uh, <laughs> I'm wait, hold, on, hold on, hold on. We got a before couple we, announcements. Before we get here. into that. At flirting with wallet chains on Instagram. 
Yeah, listen to the podcast, rate, review, subscribe. We're gonna get into all this. We can edit that out. It's fine. I am gonna post this purple clover dot little things dot com. Yeah, definitely simple. Because I think that this is something that everybody should keep in their pocket. Dan, I turn it over to you to fucking shamelessly plug your shit. Like I said, at flirting with wallet chains on Instagram, and actually the offer that I made earlier about people reaching out, if anybody. Stealing, that's a sincere offer, and you can just DM me on Instagram. That is the avenue that is currently open. I'm not going to build an email address or anything. Um, but at Flirting with Wallet Chains, uh, go listen to the podcast, rate, review, subscribe, all that right jazz. A couple quick shout outs to uh, uh, Felicia. Yes. Uh, your, your, your partner. She had her baby? She did have her baby. Actually, funny story. Um, I posted the episode that we did yeah, uh, mm-hmm. last Friday. And she listened to it during labor. <laughs> no, no, but when I when I uploaded it, like there's a part in that podcast where you say congratulations. By this time, Felicia will have had her baby, and I'm uploading, and I'm like, fucking Felicia didn't have her baby yet. This is I'm spreading lies, right? And then she texts me like an hour later. She's like, I had the baby. I'm like, oh. ah, crisis averted. Boy or girl? <laughs> Boy. Well, oh, congratulations congrats. to yeah, Felicia. And what I can only awesome. guess is baby Joe. <laughs> <laughs> and a uh, couple others uh, uh some new listeners actually we, we uh, patrick and i've actually kind of done like a goofy kind of like grassroots way to kind of like grow it actually slowly is growing we're getting more people just saying hey i listen to this and this so uh uh scott our buddy that we uh yep. that we work with great scott uh, smart scott smart great guy there um, also proud owner of Hunting Hillbillies bitches. That's right. I don't really know what that meant. Uh, he does. Oh, cool. Uh, <laughs> uh, our buddy Dan Lukens uh, gave us a, a, a nice little compliments. Yeah. We appreciate that. Um, couple things that are coming up. Huge. We actually, I don't want to spoil anyone or anything. I'm sorry, but uh, a don't live spoil. a live please, podcast. Please do not spoil our listeners. Just don't do it. Oh, just you can spoil it. me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, we're kind of closing in on what we're hoping is going to be a live podcast soon. Um, as soon as we kind of close the deal, so right to speak, on, on that, uh, we'll make sure that we tease the shit out of it because we want everyone <laughs> to go yeah. there. Uh, I promise you it's uh, the place we're thinking. We're not going to th- – we can't say it yet, but uh, – It's the basement of a Panera Bread. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we call a callback. <laughs> Bravo, sir! Thank you. Yeah. So after my group therapy, we'll tell some dick jokes. <laughs> Bravo! Uh, but uh, it'll be a place that I'm sure everyone's going to like to go to. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to make an official announcement yet. We'll probably do it on, on online. But uh, we actually just secured uh, kind of like a local Cleveland celebrity uh, for uh, for an upcoming podcast in about two weeks. Yeah, excited about so, that. So uh, he gave me kind of a tentative date. He's pretty pumped. Uh, but uh, I'm pretty excited about that. There's a lot of things going on here, so we're pretty excited. So yeah. you'll hear a lot about it uh, on Instagram for sure. Uh, check out our our page for sure. Uh, please listen, rate, follow, review, all that shit, and definitely check out our buddy uh, D- Dan. Is it Dan? It's Dan. It's yes. Dan. Okay. okay. Uh, Dan, Flirting with Wall Chains. Hilarious podcast, right. even when we're not on. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to go take a fistful of antidepressants now. You guys in? Yeah, I was gonna go to Jimmy John's. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna snort mine. Okay, (laughs) all right. That's actually the fastest way to do it.